0: Hey, sinners, you're listening to Sinful Cuts, the podcast that takes a look at the wild, weird, and wonderful world of horror. We take a deep dive into some of your favorite movies, possibly uncover some hidden gems. Sometimes we even get some stinkers. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly love having you here. Please sit back, take a listen, and let's get our scare on. <laughs> hey sinners how you doing I'm Sean I'm Shannon and this is simple cuts and this is our shortcuts episode so buckle up <laughs> this is the episode where we talk about all things horror we are gonna give you some movie birthdays we're gonna give you some uh, streaming we're gonna give you some we're actually sorry sinners you, you're getting zero movies this week um, it's dump you wary. You know, so we'll we'll mention a couple of things that are in theaters, Um, and then we've got books, streaming, news. We've got a good bit of news. We got some pretty cool trailers uh, dropped. I know, I can't wait to talk to Shannon about one because she's going to be like, "Son of a bitch, when will this guy (laughs) shut up about this?" As always, the first thing we do is we do our horror movie birthdays so i and shannon never tells me what we're doing so i'm i super excited what do we got
1: all right so first one up celebrating 35 years came out 1989 toxic avenger two two yeah i don't know if i that, recall that one because they, they, they all i don't know either they all kind of blend together in a way so I mean, it's just it's a toxic avenger so it's just kind of one big fun party all the time So I don't know how about the
0: fact that we're getting a new one this year.
1: I'm so excited about it. It's time. It's 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 been a while.
0: So I um I I I saw the trailer ages ago. I mean, this damn trailer came out. The the first teaser trailer dropped probably about maybe two months, maybe even three months ago, and it was so damn good. So I'm really excited. But all right, Tox Avenger 2. Woop whoop, Troma Troma Pictures. Kisses all over your melted face.
1: Yes. <laughs> and your mop. So, uh, so this next one is celebrating 20 years. I actually personally love this film. Came out in 2004 Club Dread.
0: It's oh my God. From, with Bill from Paxton Bill, and from the Broken Lizard. Uh, yeah.
1: Broken Lizard guys. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought, actually
0: saw this one in the theaters. Did you? Me
1: too, we do. We do. It was so ridiculous that it was great. It was especially the end when it like just didn't end. It was right. amazing.
0: Two, two things two things about Club Dread which I which I just love forever is of course Bill Paxton playing Coconut Pete, the one the one hit wonder. Absolutely. And then the guy who couldn't pronounce Penelope and kept calling her Penelope. <laughs> It never gets gets old. All right, Broken Lizard with a slasher movie. I absolutely love it. Happy birthday to Club Dread. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. so good.
1: Love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all I got for birthdays.
0: Okay. So, like I said, movies are a bit of a drag. Um, We've got nothing releasing this week, but uh, as promised, I did go see um, Out of the Darkness. Mm -hmm. And I can... I can say with all certain certainty that I saw the first great movie of 2024. Nice. Gorgeously filmed. I I believe it was filmed in Scotland and there it's just use of natural light and, and the, you know, the Scottish, uh, you know, countryside, uh, mountains and caves. It really was an effective film and it's a very tight hour and a half. And I highly recommend seeing it. I don't know where you can now though, cause it's pretty much gone from theaters, but you know, if it's, if, if it's around you, go check it out. My daughter, uh, Reagan, I know she wants to go see Lisa Frankstein, which I really want to go see as well, but she happened to get tickets from Madam Webb unless. let <laughs> Like, you know, this podcast is not about putting the boots to any movie. So let's go to streaming. <laughs> Got a movie called Monolith, which has – and because I suck at my job, um, I did not uh, write the the actor's name down. But she was the sister um, in Evil Dead Rise. Not the one who turns into a eye The other one. The and other sister. Okay. She, she's incre- incredibly good in that. And she is getting – really solid uh praise for this movie monolith which is on vod um i think the concept of this is that she uh is kind of like a disgraced podcaster and she kind of happens upon a conspiracy theory and she kind of goes down the rabbit hole with it and it's 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 a one setting movie and it's basically just all her but i'm hearing it's crazy effective and it's really ratchets up Ratchets up the tension, and I can't wait to see it. So I'm gonna check that one out this weekend. That's Monolith, and like I said, that's on uh, that's on VOD. Okay. Then um, we have History of Evil drops on the 23rd on Shutter, and um, this one is about like the country has turned into uh, like kind of like a uh, like a uh, evangelical fascist nation. Um, you know, which might be next Wednesday, <laughs> but. Uh, the this family is trying to escape it, and of course they take refuge in, um, I believe, what turns out to be a haunted house. So it's like, like things aren't bad enough now. Now they have this to contend with. So that's on Shudder And then I wanted to mention because this surprised me. Did you know
1: that Thanksgiving is on Netflix? I just found that out. Like what the hell? I just found that out. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I haven't got to watch it yet though.
0: I'm scrolling around for stuff to watch. And it wasn't even like in the main section, like, hey, you might be interested in this, or you know, this is uh you know, new that I guess it was on the new this week, but like I had to dig pretty deep before
1: I saw this. So oh, I was like, really? Yeah, got- it came up on the uh dress drop this week. Then yeah, oh, what's okay. new this week? I saw it, but I just saw it yesterday.
0: Guess my my Netflix hates me. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
1: it,
0: it buried it deep, and then I just I wanted to bring up um for Shudder in March. Of course it's still February, but Shudder in March. Mm-hmm. Um uh they're gonna have Satanic Hispanics and they're gonna have um uh they're gonna have a movie called Ghostwatch from the nineties. Have you ever seen Ghostwatch?
1: No. Oh, Shannon, you gotta check out Ghostwatch. Okay. I don't know if I've ever heard of it.
0: It's one of these um it's it was uh released by the BBC. It's one of these made for TV movies. That just happens to be crazy effective.
1: Crazy,
0: crazy effective. So, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about uh, like made for TV movies, um, you know, either here in the States or abroad, Ghostwatch always comes up because they're like, oh, yeah, that one's a banger. So, all right, which leads me into this is completely off topic, but have you ever watched the series called um, Inside Number Nine? No. Okay you gotta inside check out nine. sinners you you as well i'm looking <laughs> at you sinners. your homework for next week is check out the series inside number nine it's reese Shearsmith smith and because i like i already said i suck at my job i cannot remember the other gentleman's name but they um they it, it, it's an anthology series and um you know each season has maybe about like nine episodes okay. and they're all you know they're all different they all involve the number 9 in some you know way shape or form but they're all very you know they lean heavily heavily into horror and um it's very twilight zone mixed with um mixed with Hammer House of horror mixed with like just crackerjack writing so Sinners, you know, I I I'd like to help you more. I know that for a moment it was on Hulu. Um, I know for a fact that it is on um, uh, BBC. Oh, not, maybe not Brit BBC. Box. What's yeah? Sorry, thank you, BritBox. Yeah,
1: BritBox. I just looked it up.
0: It's okay. so worth your time. Okay. So, I've never uh, I never heard of this.
1: Two, 2014. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I'm, you know, I think they're on maybe their fifth
1: um, season,
0: maybe fifth or sixth season now. So oh, wow. uh so great. But when I was talking about Ghost Watch, they kind of have uh, one of their most effective episodes is kind of like a takeoff of Ghost Watch. And if you watch this episode, just like a tight 50-60 minutes, if you watch this episode with Maddie with the lights off. It's gonna scare the shit out of you.
1: Okay. (laughs) It's real good. Okay. So so,
0: oh, all right. So so let's switch gears now. I only have three books. So let me bang these out real quick and then we'll get to news. So the first one oh shoot, what am what am I doing? What (sighs) am I doing? Emily Hughes, <laughs> you're the best. I steal all your stuff. Thank you so much. We're talking to you Sunday, and I can't wait.
1: <laughs> it's like a Hold Sesame on. Street uh, segment.
0: <laughs> I just realized, though, well, time travel's working against me because of the time. She, if she does hear this song, her episode will have already posted. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not good at stuff. All right. (laughs) Emily put together a banger of a February. The first one we have is The Warm Hands of Ghosts. These titles, some of these titles just absolutely, they just kill me. I love it. This one's by Catherine Arden, and this came out on the 13th from Delray. And uh, during the Great War, a combat nurse searches for her brother, who's believed dead in the trenches, despite eerie signs that suggest otherwise. Woo! In this hauntingly beautiful historical novel with a speculative twist from the New York Times bestseller of The Bear and the Nightingale. So I know a lot of people out there love historical horror.
1: How about you? I love historical horror.
0: Yes, please. Yes, please. And thank you. Love it. Yeah, I love that. The next one we have is from T. Kingfisher, and this is What Feasts at Night. Uh, retired soldier Alex Easton returns in a horrifying new adventure in this follow-up to Kingfisher's best-selling novella, What Moves the Dead, which is on my nightstand. Um, T. Kingfisher can do no wrong. Uh, she's just a, an, a, an author par excellence.
1: Trying
0: to <laughs> – drag our french listeners back in that number's <laughs> diminishing
1: <laughs> oh i'm uh, sorry
0: <laughs> bleu. well i mean like we lost like one listener of the eight who listened to us. so <laughs>
1: well it's okay we'll get them we'll get them back we'll get them back
0: and then the next one what the hell did i pick for the next one oh <laughs> pyramidia and this one is by stephanie sanders Uh, Oh, sorry. Stephanie Sanders Jacob. And this came out February 15th from Slashic Horror Press. Harriet hates pyramid schemes. Don't we all? They're predatory and destroy relationships. So she's horrified when she moves to a town overrun with them. It doesn't help that her rental is haunted. Okay. Uh, I'm in. Her friends have gone missing. uh, Maybe I'll buy two copies. And she's gotten wrapped up in a multi-level marketing scam that may be run by literal vampires. I'm buying every book on the shelf. Are you kidding me? <laughs> with the help of an elfish gym teacher, I know a few of those, and a woman she loves, Harriet is forced to scale the pyramid, wooden stake in hand. What the – what? Wow. All right, Pyramidia, I can't wait until you turn into a movie. If some studio doesn't buy that and turn it into a movie, then I'm done with you.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do it because we know okay, what we do Okay, I doing,
0: have right? $17. What have you got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're chink, chink, chink.
0: <laughs> we'll do it with ham puppets.
1: <laughs> I hate pyramid schemes. help oh, me too. Ah, oh, you're a vampire. Oh. <laughs> I, swear.
0: I swear to God, people, we're not drunk. I
1: swear. No, not at all. This is iced tea.
0: <laughs> Prove it.
1: <laughs> right, you're ready for some news. Are
0: you ready for some good news? I'm going think- to save... My favorite bit for last, because I, I know sure you're going to get a kick out of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first one we have is Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, who directed The Lodge uh, with Riley Keough, that movie The Lodge, and okay. Goodnight Mommy. Yes. Um, The original, not it's the a remake. beautiful
1: film to They're movie. directing. Okay.
0: Are you ready for this one? They're directing Paul Tremblay's Head Full of Ghosts. Ooh. Okay. This movie... Uh, produced by Robert Downey Jr.'s production company. I've been following this movie trying to get off the ground for years now. I mean, it's, it's literally been years, maybe six years they've been trying to make this movie. There have been different directors attached. There have been different actors attached. And it just never seems to get off the ground. This one, if they're announcing it in the trades, which they did do previously, but there seems to be a lot of momentum with this. So fingers crossed because that is we're, ha- we're we actually have Paul Tremblay on in a couple of months when we have our creature feature month and he's going to be discussing um the uh Atomic Gigantic Ant movie Them which I can't, mm.
1: wait, for. I can't wait for that. I'm trying um, not to we- be too excited about it but I'm really excited about it. <laughs> All right. Let's all cross our (laughs)
0: fingers for Paul Tremblay that this actually gets made. Um, You know, he just had uh, he just had uh, Knock at the Cabin, that Shyamalan film, which was based off of his uh, novel uh, Cabin in the Woods. And you know, I just he's just he's a gem. I love that guy. So uh, (laughs) all good stuff for him. We have Emma Stone is in talks to star in a remake of Save the Green Planet. Uh, to be directed hmm. by Yorgos Lathimos which she just made pretty things with and she okay. made the favorite with um have you ever heard of the movie Save the Green Planet I feel like I have somewhere I've never seen it but it's supposed to be flat out super fun and bonkers so okay. I, I think we'll, I'm ha- up you for know, that. we'll yeah we'll give it a check out then we have um it follows director David Robert Mitchell is directing anne hathaway and ewan mcgregor in a dinosaur movie
1: okay okay
0: sure all okay. right like i'm not gonna buy a ticket <laughs> to that you know <laughs> yeah. sign me the guy up who did it follows gonna make a dinosaur movie sure all right i'm there <laughs> um okay now this <laughs> one's interesting because we did wrong turn now this is this is the director mike nelson of the wrong turn remake which we both liked yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, we both like so he is directing yeah. <laughs> um Jessica uh Jessica uh, Roth of Happy Death Day. Right. In a, a horror movie, horror movie or a thriller. I'm not quite sure which, which one we're we're getting, but it takes place in the rainforest, which I find incredibly exciting.
1: Okay. I'm trying to think of the last so st-
0: rainforest movie I've ever seen how about the movie the perfect getaway with um steve zahn and um timothy oliphant
1: i never saw that
0: i don't know that it's i mean it's kind of rainforesty. it takes place in hawaii i mean i guess we'll call it like a bit of the jungle but it is a pretty good genre movie and uh yeah i recommend it it's a It's a fun hang.
1: I want to say probably the last one might have been like the Green Inferno for me.
0: Oh, crap. As far as
1: uh, rainforest. Well, was that really a rainforest?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah,
1: It was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's the last one. Okay. Okay.
0: That one upset me.
1: (laughs) 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 I'm thinking in real time, like how often I really don't end up seeing rainforest movies. I guess they don't come out that often. I mean I
0: should qualify that. That won't upset me and that's a me problem. It's had nothing to do with Eli Roth. He made the movie he wanted to make. It just wasn't for me. But he definitely yeah. made the movie he wanted
1: to make. Cannibal um, Holocaust was enough, I guess.
0: Right. Just, well, no, you're, but not,
1: still- you're, you're not like I don't know, you're not upping that movie. Not that I don't I don't believe he tried, but you're not upping that movie. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: are people there are people who really love that movie though, you know?
1: I guess way, there pe- in a way I do too just for the impact that it had. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't there know. was a lot of interesting thing like the aftermath was very interesting to me. Um yeah, I mean,
0: look, of, of yeah. the sub 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 genre of like Italian gore fest movies that are Cannibal Ferox, Cannibal Holocaust, now Green Inferno. I mean, it fits comfortably in there, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one big canopy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Canopy of... death. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then we have...
1: We have exciting
0: news. Exciting news for me, and I hope for you too. Because I love Creature Feature. And I think you Mm -hmm. do as well. I do. We've got Nick Cage's movie, Acadian. Um hits theaters this April. So we're going to get that movie in a month and a half. I know nothing about it other than it's a creature feature, but Nick Cage creature feature? Ah, it's worth a watch, you know.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. I cool. mean, we'll see him in anything at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: I'm with you on that. I mean, we love our
1: Nick. Cage. <laughs> he's literally trying to do it all, so just let him. Just, you know. He's the good guy, he's the bad guy, he's a vampire, he's now this is everything <laughs> i'm waiting yeah. for him to be like a werewolf I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little scared though i mean i've heard i've heard a lot of i've heard i've heard a lot of things about nick cage and the money that he needs to generate to support his lifestyle which i think <laughs> directly correlates to how many nick cage movies we get per year now that's look that is allegedly i should say that's just speculation but i could I could pretty much believe it. I mean, the guy bought a dinosaur, a T. Rex skull.
1: That can't be cheap. No, it can't be. Right? I, either that, or he yeah. just doesn't like to say no to anything. I'm, look,
0: g- 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 an embarrassment of riches. Whatever reason it is, we're just happy to have Nick Cage movies. So love Fair it. Enough. So. Acadian's going to drop in a month and a half. We'll check it out. And then I have um, I've got three trailers that I wanted to talk about. The first is Larry Fessenden's werewolf movie Blackout. That trailer came out this week. I checked it out. It looks it looks very fun. Um, they have no problem showing the werewolf in the trailer. It's very much in the vein of a Long Cheney werewolf and not an American werewolf and London werewolf. So, you know, okay. minimal practical effects. Um, but it, it did look it looked clever and it looked fun. So okay. that will be coming out soon. Then you had um, Mickey Keating and Joe Swanberg. Uh, their trailer for the movie Invader dropped this week. I didn't know anything about it, and I checked it out. Uh, I think it was on bloody dis. Disgu- yeah, it was on bloody disgusting. And let me tell you something: this trailer, it's effective. It's definitely okay. effective. Uh, it, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what the, the heck the movie's about. I think it's a. It could be a home invasion, but I could be completely wrong. But check out the trailer because it is keeping up that streak of trailers that we're getting in twenty four that are just super atmospheric and creepy as hell, but you don't know what's going on. So it just draws you in.
1: Which just I love. So much. Yeah. Which I mean, love. mean, Shannon,
0: you and I talk about this until we're blue in the face, that if you, if you drop a trailer like that and just no more, just drop that trailer and leave it alone, it's going to bring people to the theater just like yeah. it did – back in the 80s and 90s and 2000s early yeah, 2000s maybe
1: even a couple of images but that's we don't really need a lot we need more of a draw to come and see the movie and we'll come and see the movie you don't yeah. need to show half the movie in a trailer
0: how about the how about <laughs> for these gigantic tentpole movies that the major studios release and they drop a trailer and they release a 10 second trailer to the trailer <laughs>
1: And I'm like, You're like what? what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Literally about to see this. <laughs> no. Oh goodness! Someone went to the Wharton School of Business and thought it was a good idea. <laughs> Fuck you. <Okay.
1: laughs> anyway, why are you not in the jingle business?
0: <laughs> I I'm really. This is a mistake.
1: If any j-
0: magical jingle people are out there. <laughs> I will do a commercial for Emily Hughes immediately. All right. You ready for the last one? And then we'll call it a night. You ready for the last one? And we already talked we about got one, this.
1: We got one more segment after you're done, but. Okay. Okay.
0: Me. So this is the last bit of news. How about that trailer for Sting? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah take a minute,
0: <laughs> All right. So, so we have not one. Not just my French spider movie that's coming out soon, Infested, but now we have a second deadly spider movie, and that is called Sting. And the premise for this is uh, like a, a meteorite crashes into like a kind of like a you know old rundown apartment building in some city, and a girl who loves arachnids finds it and kind of takes it in as a as a pet and this damn thing starts to grow and grow and grow and it is it is a callback it's it's completely original on its own for sure but it's also a callback to those great creature feature movies from back in the day where it's an ensemble cast and they get picked off one by one in a great setting with some which seems to have some great practical effects and from what i've seen from the trailers some great cgi as well you mm-hmm. know and the movie looks incredibly fun and incredibly creepy and gooey. And I can't wait for it.
1: I'm so excited for it. <laughs> That's yeah. a theater watch for sure. 2024,
0: it's- two spider movies. It's just like, yeah. What did we do to deserve this?
1: I know. <laughs> I already feel like I won the lottery. <laughs> right? So... That's it for
0: me. I'm gonna shut my yapper. What you got?
1: So if uh, if you guys follow us on Instagram, the I posted a video um, asking, you know, our sinners, uh, what is your favorite romance horror? Um, You know, just because it's February still, so it's like Valentine's Day vibes, you know, of that nature. So just it was a question that popped in my noggin. Great question. Decided to post a video, and uh, you know, whatever. You were the first to respond. And you said near dark, <laughs> which is very valid. That is a romance. R. Jesse Lee Hooker and
0: Diamondback—they're the perfect couple.
1: You are not wrong. So, um, if you want to ask me, I—I I, I have a feeling things like questions like that—it's my answer is probably always going to change. Um, what you got? But- I might have to say the most recent one would have to be. I think I mentioned it like a spoiler alert. I mentioned it in the video, but I I really liked Bones at all. Oh, you <laughs> did? that? yep, yep. yep. I yep. really really liked that movie. It was just like just so wildly different, but not. But it was, but it was well done. I don't know. I liked. It.
0: That's a great, but, not only a great answer, but that's also a great recommendation. If if uh, you haven't seen it, sinners, holy cow,
1: what a good yeah. movie. But I do have uh, – so three uh, shout-outs to give. So I have three responses. These are kind of older movies, so these are fun. All right. So uh, my, own, my own husband, Maddie, um, he responded with Return of the Living Dead 3 <laughs> from <All right>. 1993.
0: <laughs> Maddie, deep cut, respect, and I totally get
1: it. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a love story. It is. It's true. It's hokey, but that was a fun movie, though. And uh, again, another one that was just different.
0: What a big softie. I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our friend, uh, Large Anthony, he uh, – so this might be – he did admit that this is kind of a weird response, but I think I kind of get where he's coming from. So he put put 2008's The Strangers. Because I know it—it it, it was so. Because basically, because I thought, I guess, the event happened to a couple, so it was you know not the experience they were looking for, but an experience they got.
0: I'll go one step further. It's never mentioned <clears throat> or even alluded to, but that could be the invasion of a couple by a throuple
1: yeah <laughs> you
0: know so large like might a, be onto something that's
1: like a second to <laughs> process but uh you know just all love all around <laughs> yeah
0: yeah all stabby stabby love
1: and you're gonna you're gonna love this next one so this is from my sister-in-law lauren Oh Jesus, <laughs> Lauren,
0: who I've never met yet, sinners, but is absolutely my new best friend. I couldn't love this woman more. So I she can't put, wait for our episode.
1: I know. So she put 1990s Frankenhooker. Please. <laughs>
0: of course, Lauren did.
1: Of course, she did. Of course. <laughs> I mean Frank and Hooker. It's, I, it's okay. she, she, literar- she literally she literally res- responded with um if if I'm lying, I'm dying.
0: <laughs> it's just perfect.
1: It's just
0: perfect. Oh so, my god. You know what? I mean, I'm gonna add I'm gonna add to your question, and I think you could also say that every single Jallo from the seventies is some sort of warped love story
1: yeah give or take yeah you know yeah i
0: mean they're they're horribly murderous but there's there's some sort of fascination and love at the center of all of them but oh what a great question i love it all right (laughs) you and i are going to do something now that we have both said that we have gotten terrible at so we're going to correct that and we're going to tell everybody where the hell to review us and to rate us, and to follow us on social media. So let's start with the basics. You can listen to us on every every uh, uh, audio streaming platform you can listen to us on. You've got your iTunes, your Amazon Music, and your Spotify's, and your Apple Music, and your Stitcher, and your iHeartRadios. And you can even go to Acast.com, and you can find us there. Uh, or just Google Sinful Cuts Podcast. Just Google it. <laughs> and we'll pop up, and we're then we'll be in, there. right in. Yeah, we'll be right near your ear holes. Um, and we also have a website, which is uh, simplecuts dot and you can check out our episodes there as well if you'd like to listen on your computer. Mm-hmm. And then you can follow us on Instagram. Yes, ma'am.
1: According to the black. website. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were raising your hand. No, no. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to this, just audio only, then by all means, please follow us on Instagram at, will you fix the Insta? What
1: is it now, Shannon? C-I-N-E-F-U-L underscore cuts.
0: C-I-N-E underscore C-U-T-S on Instagram. Snap. I've got to fix that in the show notes. Thanks for reminding me. But that's where you can find us on Instagram. Please, please, please follow us because Shannon runs the Insta and she's incredibly, incredibly good at posting fresh content every single day. Uh, you can follow me
1: at – <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, you forgot your name. My, <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. What the hell is wrong with me? I did. I forgot my name. You can follow – I'm just, I'm totally not gonna cut this. You're gonna have to suffer with me. Wait, as as I'm looking this up, please
1: Shannon, tell them where they can email us. Oh, uh, I love how you said that as I was sipping. <clears throat> they can totally you can totally email yes. us at um sinfulcuts at gmail dot com. fullcuts at gmail com.
0: Sinfulcuts at gmail com. Perfect. And you can find me. That and I knew this. I knew the answer all along. It's Sean OC 32. So that's S E A N O C and the number 32. And then Sean O'Connor of Simple Cuts will pop up. And guess what? I post every day too. So um, you know, you get a double dose of <laughs> delight.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> what? Are, uh, oh my God! And I just uh, Simple Cuts is now on TikTok. There's nothing posted yet. But videos are being made for better or worse. (laughs) You've been warned. (laughs) And uh, we uh, yeah. So I guess that covers it as far as our social goes. Um, All we're going to ask centers is if you could please um, leave us a review and rate us. It really goes an incredibly long way with the platforms to promote us and we grow in, in our listener base. Uh, and you know, and then those platforms don't shake a finger at us and say, "Mm -hmm, I thought you'd be better by now. So yeah, yeah, that'd be great if you could do that.
1: Yeah. That's all I got. And that's it. (laughs) That's all I got. What do you want to (laughs) do? I can't do anything. (laughs) you got to say goodbye. (laughs) I
0: love how neither one of us can ever figure out who 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 signs off. Me, you, you, You me, you. (laughs) It's totally you, but I might mock you as well. All right,
1: let me do it this time. You did it last time. (laughs) All right, Zitters, that's a cut. (laughs)